Good morning. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And we just did a test run and it didn't work. And now it's working. So hallelujah. So listen, um, I wanna I wanna tell you guys, I have a pink shirt on and only real men will wear pink. So um I I wanna tell you that I have a friend of mine on that um, she has some really cool things happening and I wanna kinda let her tell you what that is, but um, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with her and her husband. And um, well, we'll talk about the story here in a second. Let me go ahead and welcome Tanji Nadimi to the show. Tanji, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. How are you? I have a pink shirt on too. I can't hear you. No. Okay, now Why? when I don't know something's up with your microphone. Um, it's not it's not the volume on your computer, it's your microphone. Something's covering it maybe. Closer. That's better. Is that better? A little bit. Yeah? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um so let's talk about my recent trip of a couple of months ago. Um, to Dallas, Texas, and um, I was there for like two days, something of that nature, and um, forgot that you guys lived in Dallas. <laughs> is that terrible? That is embarrassing, Ken. That's a, I, that makes me a terrible human being. No, it's all the more reason to come back. I know, right? And now I have a lot of other friends in Dallas, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, come back. We are waiting for you. <laughs> now you actually just have to come specifically to see us. I know, you're right. That's a true story. So, so, Tanji, I, you know, I saw some things that you have going on and, um, your, your beautiful man of a husband, um, tagged me. He tagged me. We love Abe. I mean, he, you know, he was in Vegas and we all got to hang out and, and Jill, my wife, Jill and, and I and Abe and Abigail, we all went to dinner and he's just such a good dude. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> You're wearing pink so you can say that. Right. That, that makes me very, very, very comfortable in my own skin. So. Here. You know, I think that um, what I saw that you have going on, I think it's pretty cool. And, and, you know, this show's really about helping people have a breakthrough. Not the guests. <laughs> I'm not here to coach you, but I will if you need it. But it's, it's to help other people in, that watch the show have a breakthrough in life. And, and I want to, you know, kind of talk a little bit about um, first off, where are you from? Where were you born and raised? I was born in Lake Charles, Louisiana, um, but got to Texas as soon as I could, of course. Wow, Lake Charles, that's where Grant Cardone's from. Yeah. Nice. Um, but grew up in Arlington, Texas, which is where the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is, so just south, east, west of here. Okay, okay. So, um, so you grew up in, but hold it. How long were you in Lake Charles, Louisiana? 
or Louisiana. I have another friend, Damien Boudreau, who is from. Um, Louisiana name Boudreau. Boudreau, yeah, he's he's from Lake Charles as well. Um, I was only there for a year, like my first year of life, uh, but I do have family uh, near there in Alexandria and Leesville and Jasper, Texas. So. <laughs> wow, nice, nice. So, so you grew up there, and then you, what age did you move to Dallas or Arlington? Arlington, I was about. History's a little fuzzy, Ken. <laughs> but it was like elementary school age is when I started going to school in Arlington, so probably four or five, six. Okay, okay. So um, talk about what you did after, Did I, I assume you graduated from high school down there. Yes, I graduated from Sam Houston High School in Arlington, Texas, and uh, I had met a guy in the Navy, and he got stationed in San Diego, so I followed him there. And we lived in San Diego for about five years until we decided that we didn't really like each other. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I came back home and uh, kind of just started over near friends and family and met Abe probably pretty quickly in, in 2006. So not long after I decided I didn't like my ex. Um, told Abe that he wasn't my type and I didn't want to be with him. And you told Abe, Abe that? Yeah, <clears throat> I go away. Yeah, right, right. I'm fresh out of a, a, a major breakup. I'm not ready. I don't want this. I'm not interested. And um, we did that. We played that game for about seven years. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. He's a very persistent, beautiful man. <laughs> he, he, uh, he is. He is at that. And he's actually pretty funny. Oh, man. Hilarious. That's, some that's, some yeah. some of his jokes aren't funny, but <laughs> they're not funny, but they're so horrible that you can't help but laugh. I know, I know. So so you you um you met Abe, and and this is how how old were you at that point? Twenty two. You met Abe at twenty two years old. See, wait a minute. You went to San Diego when you were like sixteen. Eighteen. Oh my gosh! Wow out of my mom's house, got in a car. And <laughs> wow. So you went, um, you went to, um, you went out to, uh, or you came back home, you met Abe and, and y'all, you didn't get married right away. No. Seven years back and <laughs> forth. Yeah. Seven years, um, off and on, mostly on, but a lot of me being a jerk to him and telling him to go away and him just being his Persistent self. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, one day I was like, you know what? Let's just get married. I'm not getting rid of you. <laughs> you said that or he did? You did? You proposed to him? I said, let's get married. Oh, man. I am not letting him live that down. Oh, my gosh. He's so a, He's a beautiful man. He's not a romantic man. He is a beautiful man. He's such a beautiful, no, he's got like this, this, uh, his brain is so, he's so smart. Oh, you have no idea. V yes, I do. Hide some of it from us because he feels like we're not ready. Right? Well, he, um, Adam Marburger's on here. He said, Ken Walls for president. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, 
president, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so um, after seven years of telling Abe, no, you're not my type, and then, okay, maybe this week you are, and then, no, I changed my mind, you're not my type, and right. back and forth, one day you just said, oh, all right, whatever, let's just get married. And you said it, not him. Yeah, I did. Like he yeah. didn't take you to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and have it put up on the board and propose to you or You know I can't I've never even been there. What? Wow. I was expecting a personal invitation because I paid so much in taxes, but No. They <laughs> they don't do that, huh? So so tell me about so what okay, so you guys got how long have you been married? Six years on Wednesday. Oh my gosh. This Wednesday? This like Wednesday. tomorrow. 12, 12, 12. Tomorrow. Is that smart? That's tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. This is the romance of the entire like century right here we're talking about. You guys are so in love. You like never forget dates or times or anything. Every day is our anniversary. Oh, snap. Look at that. He's not the only smart one in the relationship. So, Every day is best over here. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about, like, I know, and, and for those of you that don't know who her husband is, he's a, um, he's a billionaire. I'm kidding. Um, so he's, he's oh. a very, very, very smart entrepreneur in Dallas, Texas, and um, I mean, he's, he's, he's had his hand in all kinds of different things and, in, in business and, um, very successful uh, from what I've seen. He's, he's pretty daggone successful. So, um, and Jill, my wife's on here. She said, Abe is awesome. So smart and great business sense. True. Do you agree with that? Oh, me? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! You're like, am I on the camera? Am I off the camera? <laughs> you're, no, you're. We're in split screen right now. We're both on. Uh, oh my gosh, Abe is so amazing. And poor Abe, I've had so many great ideas, and he's so supportive of me that he goes like a thousand percent. And then I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best idea. So I think he's kind of learned his lesson to to let me be and and try and fail before he intervenes. But he is helping me with my, my current <clears throat> called um, Repeat After Me. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. So so let's talk about the um, – let's talk about – so you, you guys got married, and yeah. he's he's been an entrepreneur for a long time, and, and right, since before you met him. Yes, before I met him, um, they had already been in business probably at least – Five years or so yeah um, when I met him and actually getting used to life as the partner of an entrepreneur the wife of an entrepreneur was a whole learning curve too because the, yeah. the work doesn't stop my wife my wife can totally relate to that by the way the calls never stop the never. emails never stop it's round the clock I mean sometimes I'll wake up with one of the kids at 3 a.m. and I'll look over and he's awake yeah do you sleep guy not, not, not very much. No. 
and that that's the life of an entrepreneur and and so um and he definitely is like he like I was on the phone last night at twelve fifteen in the morning talking to a client like that's just how you roll you have to right so so especially in the beginning stages and and you know I've had a revamp myself in the last year or so so you know let's let's talk about though so you've you've seen him be an entrepreneur and in, in the business that he's in um and and now it's multiple businesses that he's in um yeah, Jill said, I even do that sometimes. You get more work done at night sometimes. It's a true story. So I've seen her stay up literally with zero sleep, go all night. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to bed. And she's like, I just want to finish up a couple of things for this project. It's on, it's on deadline. And I'm like, okay. And I get up and I can tell she's not slept at all. It's crazy. So. I'm I knew he was an entrepreneur and you know, I was expecting glamour and I learned so fast that that's that's not what entrepreneur life is about it's not about glamour it's about work right it is it is Elizabeth thank you for sharing this out um, so so you know the so you've been you said for six years now married married um, have you been an entrepreneur or just a, a like watching it from the sidelines kind of thing? Not at his level, obviously. I um, we had our first son not too long after we got married. I mean, we got married 12, 12, 12. My first son was born June 2014. So I had tried a few different businesses while we were dating. I had tried um, a business shortly after my my son was born but just really small arts and crafts type things. Um, I actually was a, a handgun instructor. So I taught the um, Texas concealed carry class. What? Two years. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't so, know that. We're so Texan. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I did that, and um, being exposed to the lead all the time is not super, like, stay-at-home mom-friendly. So yeah. I would have to teach a class. The, the minimum at the time was a 10-hour class that I was teaching, and then I would have to come home. Whoa. Too many hand movements. Come home, shower, uh, before I could even touch my child, and it was just kind of, like, not conducive. And then I got pregnant again, so it just it didn't work, but... It was going really well, and I was an entrepreneur. That, that's probably the one of the bigger businesses that I had, but it was tiny. And then I, um, I did, I made T-shirts for a little while um, for my son and for his friends, and it was growing and growing, and got pregnant again. <laughs> Jeez, what is in the water down there? My Lord, have mercy. So, um, what's your cup say? And back up, back up a little. In memory of when I could sleep in. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. Wow, it looks like a diamond mine attacked your finger, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> right? Another benefit of being a successful entrepreneur. So, so, um, so you've, you've dabbled a little bit in entrepreneurship. 
And, um, you know, Abe is probably, your husband is probably the number one most analytical person I know on this entire freaking planet. I, I told him that the other night. I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm, I'm like, don't tell me about the labor pains. Just show me the baby. I don't care about all the labor pains. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't want to hear this, dude. Like, what? Like, stop. <laughs> Right. That's about right. Yeah, and and but that's the way he's just. I love him. We're we're not having an A bros fest, by the way. But I like it's it's you know I don't analyze stuff. I just like go. Yeah. Right. That's not him. No, no, I know. So so, you recently had an entrepreneurial moment or idea, and um. Adam Marburger says, what a great guest. Tangie is awesome. See, you have new fans. Yay! <laughs> so let's talk about your new idea. Go into detail. I want to hear the moment that, that, the moment that you went, oh my God, this is a necessity in the world and I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. What, what was that? Talk about it. What is it? Okay. So I think the, and Hey, by the way, Part of your head is cut off. Raise your camera back up. There you go. There you go. Really close to the microphone. It was it was like all, it was eyebrows down is all we could see. Okay, go. You're good. Perfect. So I think the very first time that this idea entered my head was we were having dinner as a family, and my uh, oldest son, he's four and a half now. He was about two at the time. And um, he is a very spirited child, very energetic, very like full force. He's definitely my husband's son. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and he got right. up from the dinner table, which he that all, does all the time. He still does. He cannot sit still. And he ran around um, from his chair back to his chair, which was still pushed out. And he wanted to keep running. And so I told him, we'll push the chair in. And he said, I can't. And I said, of course you can. Just push it in. It's not heavy. And he said, I can't. And Abe said, son, look at me. Say, I am strong. And he goes, no, I won't say that. <laughs> wow. And this was like such a light bulb moment for me because I thought he is strong. He's actually a very strong two-year-old. Like, he kicks me. He punches me. Oh, my God. Wow, I, I see a juvenile detention center in his future. <laughs> no, not that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It, here's the funny part, kid. Anytime I put him in timeout, I say, I'm doing this so that I don't have to go to therapy later. I'm doing this so we don't have to go to therapy. Oh, my God. He's a lot. Oh. Uh, he's wonderful. Uh, but it was so shocking to me with this little person that he wouldn't say a positive affirmation. And I thought, wow, he already has made these thought processes. He already has these deeply held things within him. And this is a two-year-old, your two-year-old <laughs> child. Two. Wow. And he would say, I am strong, which we thought was so simple. Sorry, I'm bumping the thing again. We thought it was so simple. So fast forward, he's four and he's a lot. Yeah. But I have decided that I want to and I should stay home with him indefinitely. I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I want to homeschool. 
everyone thinks I'm crazy, but we're all about self-directed learning. We love it. We love the whole premise of it. We think that it's the right fit for our kids. Um, so I'm like, I want to stay home, but I feel like I should contribute. I start doing affirmations myself. I'm doing money affirmations uh, daily for months. And it occurs to me when I've been doing these money affirmations, asking the universe to send me abundance, you know, yeah. things you've heard before. It occurs to me, hey, I should do this with my son. And then I remember that night, wow, he wouldn't even say an affirmation. I'm going to have to do something to make this simple and fun for him to make it easy for him to do visualizations. And I, I think he loves reading. We read every night. I'll go find a book. So I take to Amazon. There is no book. I take to Google. There's no book. I go to Target. No book. So I think, well, I guess there's only one way for me to get a book for him to do affirmations with me. I'm going to have to make one, which I've done before. I've made books, you know, just for him on Shutterfly and things like that. Yeah. I made of our family where he could recognize and know the names of each person uh, when he was like a year old. So I was like, yeah, I'll make a book. <clears throat> And then these ideas just started coming to me, and I thought, I think my friends would like this book. I think other kids could benefit from this book. You know what? I think this book should be a charity. So the very first book that I created uh, is a book specifically for charity for kids that have had to overcome something. And on this one, I actually thought of myself uh, because I'm adopted. And growing up, even with the most loving and kind, wonderful parents, I had all this negative self-talk inside my brain. I didn't mm. tell anybody, but it was there. Right. It was like I was abandoned. They didn't want me. I'm not good enough. Why Why are my parents not taking care of me now? Where are they now? Why did they choose to leave me? What did I do? Which we all know is not true of the child, but the child doesn't say that out loud because they don't want to offend the adoptive parent. Um, so I thought of myself and I thought, man, this book would be good for someone like me. Yeah. This book would be for someone in foster care, which is what my mom does now. She uh, she actually is getting uh, some foster kids. Well, she's going to interview foster kids tomorrow, but she's been doing it for a decade. Wow. Uh, in foster kids, and I look at those kids that she takes care of, and I think, yeah, they could really use some positive affirmations, just something that they could say aloud every night to reinforce, to create those neural pathways, to teach about affirmations, visualizations and gratitude. The last page of every book is I am thankful for blank and you fill in the blank. So I thought easy, simple way to check these boxes every day, create that habit and create healthy, successful adults, which is what we all want for our kids. Wow. Wow. So, so, so you created this book. I want to do a series of books. So right yesterday I photographed for my fourth and fifth books. What? So right now what I have like designed, created, beautiful books are number one for charity. Number two, generic for all kids. Number three, for Christian kids. Four and five are bedtime and morning affirmations. So I want to start with the series and then expand for kids <clears throat> Like my son is into superheroes and he's begging me to make a superhero book of affirmations. And I feel like he can really visualize and believe something that he's super interested in. So uh, the next book probably is a superhero book because I get asked about it every day. Is this, is this the, the, the son that 
wouldn't say an affirmation that night? Yes. Now he's begging me for his own book of affirmations. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, and he will he will repeat affirmations now. And it's, it's great. It, it makes me feel good that I can that I can change his brain at this age. I still have the ability to change his brain and help him replace negative thoughts with positive. Um, and the books are actually photographs. So I wanted it specifically to be able to visualize. Right. Uh, I didn't want illustration. A lot of children's books are about someone else, right? You watch someone else do something. You watch someone else solve a problem, but it's not me. Right. These books I of kids. So you'll see uh, a really clean image with a child's hand on the image. So you can see that's my eye perspective. I'm touching, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm uh, experiencing <clears throat> moment right and one of the major reasons i did that is in the images are things that kids would normally come in contact with a crayon a seashell a stuffed animal um, fruits and vegetables so every time they see that that actual item again that affirmation will come back to their mind they'll be reminded of positive over negative uh, one of the pages is really beautiful it's a plate of fruits and vegetables clean background solid color and on that one says, I make good choices. So when you see your dinner plate again, you think in your head, I make good choices. That's my choice. I make good choices. I love that. That is so awesome. I'll tell you, I mean, from my perspective, there's there's nothing there you know, there's nothing more important than than learning and, and doing. Not just learning. A lot of people know how to do it, but they don't. And, right. and, and I, I think a, a book for adults like that would be good as well, because quite frankly, I think that every adult on this planet is, is still that, that child, right? Still the right. child that's, that's sitting there going, I'm not good enough. I was adopted. I was abused. I was this, I was that, and I'm not worthy. I think that in, 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 in one degree or another, we're all experiencing things like that. So I think what you're doing, especially helping children, my wife with our daughter, I don't, she'll, maybe she'll type it out in here. She's, she's on here. Um, she has for, since Abigail could talk and maybe even before then, but Abigail started talking at like 12 months old. It, it was, she was amazing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, and it, what's the comedian says? You spend the first two years teaching them to to walk and talk, and the rest of their lives telling them to shut up and sit down. <laughs> but no, like we're in the why phase right now. Why, mom? Why? Oh, that why? lasts a long time. Um, so, so which is good. I love that curiosity. It just happens to be sometimes really inconvenient to, to our schedules, you know, but, but the, you know, I think that, and Jill has done a positive affirmation thing with Abigail every single night of her life when she puts her down for bed and they do it, they say it together and I hear it and it just, it, it literally just, it warms my heart. I love that because I think that, <laughs> huh? Jill is ahead of the game. She's yeah. going. She's she is, but like you know, she's she does this thing every night. And now Abigail, when Jill was, she was in Florida on business. Um, I'm sure if she was in Dallas, she would have looked you guys up. 
<laughs> of course. Anybody listening, if you're in Dallas, you better look us up. <laughs> so, so um, I'm kidding. Gosh, I'm such a jerk. So, um, but she, so she's done this with her every night. And when Jill was out of town on business, she goes, um, here it is. She said, yikes, typing too fast. She says, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, I'm talented, I'm kind, I'm special, and I'm important. I tell her, you are the most important thing to mommy, and I love you more than anything in the whole wide world. And so, you know, that that I think is so, so important for children to, to have that. Exactly. Wonderful. And, and, and Abigail said to me when Jill was out of town, I said, okay, good night. And, you know, she's like, you're not going to lay with me like mommy does? And I'm like, no, go to sleep. <laughs> and she goes, but we didn't do our saying. And I go, what's saying? And she's like, come over here. We got to do our saying. So I sit down on the edge of her bed and she, she rolls, th she does it like Abigail did it. Like exactly the way. I'm like, oh my gosh, and and you know, I'd forgotten that they do that every single night. Like it, it was so like it's so important. And Abigail has such a positive self image too. Like she really does. And that's not easy to come by. No, it's not. The age of social media and so much information coming at you all the time. It's yeah. Not easy to come by. You know, um, some some kid said something to her at school. And, um, something about her glasses or I, I don't, I don't remember. It was something ridiculous, this little boy. And, and she told me about it and I said, he's just jealous. He probably likes you. And she's like, well, he does. And I don't like him. And I said, oh, okay. And I go, so see, he's, he's, re he's really just upset that you won't show him any attention. So he's, he's lashing out. Right. And she goes, well, I just said, Oh, was that supposed to offend me? Because the only thing offending me right now is your face. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> An eight-year-old. I said, oh my gosh. So, you know, I, but it's, it, again, and there is 0% chance that I didn't laugh when she said that. There's no way. I couldn't hold that. I'm like, oh my God. That is unbelievable. And our 13-year-old is a lot like that. Really? Like you cannot tear her down. And here's the funny part. We are hosting a, a South Korean foreign exchange student this year. And she has different parents, obviously. And it's yeah. so shocking to us that she says things like, I can't. Same as my son. Like she, It's hard for her to do an affirmation. Oh, so wow. every day we look at her and we're like, you're amazing. <laughs> we love wow. you. She's so embarrassed. Wow. <laughs> That kind of that kind of environment. So um, Jill said we pray first, which they do, and then Rita Piscina. Do you know Rita? Yes, hi Rita. Rita she says, "What's that?" She took my one of my handgun classes. <laughs> oh really? One of your what? Handgun. Oh. <laughs> Don't mess with Tangie or Rita. There's a chance you could get shot. Just saying. So. Texas. She said, she said, so incredibly proud of what you're doing. It's all about being intentional with our children in every situation. I love how Jill leaves those sweet words with her daughter. She slips off to sleep. You mamas are rock stars. That's awesome. Rita, you rock. So, 
too, and she's a rock star too. Well, and I, I think again, you know, I, I didn't, um, I won't go in. I'm not going to roast my parents in any way, um, but I, I didn't necessarily have the, the, you know, leave it to Beaver um, upbringing, and so you know, it, it took me a lot of work um, to, and a lot of pain that I put myself through um, that before I finally like got it. Like before I finally started really understanding that, you know, it was really, and, and if I, if you really break it down, anybody in any prison anywhere in the world, um, or anybody in a, in a bad place, it all comes down to the conversations you're having with yourself about yourself. And, and I, I, you know, I had this conversation yesterday with somebody, I'm like, look, you know, like you got to get on, you got to get on video. You got to get on Facebook lives. You got to get out there. You got to put yourself out there. And, you know, and the only reason people don't do it is fear of what others are going to say or judgment or whatever. Right. So it's, and it's, you just have to have that conversation, like forgive yourself. Right. Well, and that's, a lot of the reason that I wanted it to be repeat after me. Right. So I have to say the affirmation too. Right. You say it. I say it. I visualize it. I believe it. You say it. You right. visualize it. You believe it. I love it. So, so let me ask you this. Um, I know that for the nonprofit part of it, you're, you're um, seeking some help investors. Is that right? I, I don't know the details. We're going to start a crowdfunding campaign so that we can put out Donate this book, pre-order this book. Um, I'm, I'm working on some free PDFs that will be going out um, as well. And also to raise awareness, right? When you have a crowdfunding campaign, it gets shared, people see it. So not only are we looking for um, contributions to that, but we are looking for people to donate too. So we have a goal of donating 7,000 of the books to charity so that they get into the hands of caregivers at no cost to the caregiver. Um, so like caregivers, meaning like my mom, for example, is a foster parent. She I got you. Biological parent, but I want to hand, hand her a book that she can read to her foster kids. Um, yeah. In group homes, people, we have connections with the Christie house, which are our kids who have um, come out of sex trafficking. So uh. different organizations. And we're looking for the names of organizations too, where we can send books. So. If you have contacts or if you work at a place like that, please reach out to me and, and let us know how many books you need. Wow. That's that's so incredible. So I and and explain the crowdfunding thing. I'm not sure people understand that completely. I think the route that we're gonna go is Kickstarter. So on Kickstarter basically I give a preview of what we're working on and I say I would love for you to contribute to this project so that I can see it to the end. Um, so like I told you, I have five books that I've been working my butt off to make. Um, I can actually get, maybe give you a little like sneak peek. That's the cover. Oh, I love that. Page one is always my name is. <clears throat> yeah. Get into, um, oh, that is awesome. Simple image. I love it. It's good to be me. Right. So when I'm getting dressed, I remember it's good to be me. Um, love that. I'm going to show some previews of the books that I've worked on. I'm going to give pre-orders for those books, um, have PDFs. Um, yesterday I worked on a video that's going to be the header of 
the Kickstarter campaign to give a little bit more information, a little bit more background. Um, you meet my photographer, which she's amazing. She's also a mom. Our kid, we have our two youngest are exactly the same age, so we get together for playdates a lot. Um, yeah. Wow. So basically, just get it, crowdfunding, getting a crowd to give money. I had to explain this to my exchange student. Lots of people, lots of money. <laughs> uh, right. Right. That's that's the way that works. So so how can how can people that are watching this right now, um, including me and my wife and and anyone else, how how can we help you and 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 support you in this this whole venture? I am like baby steps just starting. So if you have an idea of a way that you can help me, please tell me if right. I don't say it out loud. Um, but we just got a landing page on a website, repeataftermekids.com, um, where you can go and give me your e email address, and then I can email you when my Kickstarter is live. Um, again, let me know where I can donate books to. Um, everything. If, if you've got an idea of a way that you can help me, please come tell me. If not, just come give me your email address, and I'll, I will update you um I'll update you on the status of the books and when they'll be out and what I'm working on now. So it's, I'm going to put it up on the screen. It's www.repeataftermekids.com. Kids.com. Awesome. I just put it up on the screen. So, um, Tangie, how can everybody follow you? Facebook? I'm working on getting my, like, business pages set up. I just did my Instagram, repeat after me kids, Instagram yesterday. Okay. Uh, but you can follow me personally on Facebook, uh, Tangi Nadimi. Trust me, there's only one person with that name. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's the whole world. <laughs> right. Tangi Nadimi. Easy uh, to find. Easy to find. Yes, friend. I'm nowhere close to my limit of friends. <laughs> So if you're a friend of mine, send Tangie a, a, a friend request. Yes. I'm a little surprised that your beautiful husband is not on here. He went, he go he asked me specifically, do you need me to be on this video with you? I said, not necessarily. He goes, okay, I got to go to the office. Oh, my but God. I'm going to harass the crap out of him now. So no, um, it's, my, it's my thing, too. It's my I know. Business. I know. So, and I'm kidding. I, I, I love you both. And, uh, you know, I, 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 what's that? Tends to monopolize conversations. He, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have, he would have pushed me off screen. <laughs> well, I'm talking about just in the comments, Abe, come on, man. He could be at the office watching and commenting. And so, so, um, so what else? What else? I mean, what else? What else is? I mean, how, what's? Do you have like a timeline that you're going to have these things ready to launch and start? I mean, are you going to sell them on Amazon? Are you going to? I mean, what? What are we doing here? And that be beautiful. I would love to sell them on Amazon. So what we're doing on the Kickstarter is trying to get enough funding to self-publish. So mm -hmm. I haven't reached out to any publishing companies at all. Uh, I want to be able to have control of the entire, entire design process, creative process, and I don't want any cut to be taken out of what we want to give to charity. Right. So 
we're working on probably getting the Kickstarter launched in the next week or two. Okay. Like I said, I did a video yesterday, so we've got to get that edited and get it ready to put on our landing page so that we can explain what the books are all about. Right. And hopefully, hopefully by, you know, start of the new year, New Year's resolutions, we can start uh, getting pre-orders for these books, uh, sharing on social media what we've been working on, starting to share positive affirmations so that we can start that daily habit. Um, until the books are able to get into the hands of kids. Wow. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. And um, definitely I also take ideas for more books. I have a long list of ideas, but I do. I am interested in knowing what people would like affirmations about. So I, I, it's still an affirmation. It's not always an I am statement, but it's always a statement that you say about yourself. It's not redundant, so they're not all I am this, I am that, I am this. Right. Uh, but... They're specific to interest. So the one for Christian kids, my goodness, it's so beautiful. My designer helped me with it so much. Um, and it actually links back to some Bible stories and some Bible verses. So you say an affirmation. If you want to delve deeper, you can go look up that verse and you can talk about that verse that goes along with that affirmation and why God thinks that that affirmation is important for you to say and to believe daily. So it, that one's a really, really beautiful book that I want to get out. Wow. Um, I think I can show you a preview of that one, too. You got, you've got a lot of great stuff happening. Thank you. And this one, the, here's how the universe works. Like That Christian Kids book just came to me. Like It was so easy, and it just came right through me. And I said, all right, I'm going to do it. I have to do it. Wow. So, you know, just, just the way that it, it was presented to me. God loves me a lot. Wow. I was made for great things. With him, I have all I need. And see how those all link back to a story, like the story of Moses, the story of the crucifixion, the story of the two fish and the five loaves. Every image is like that. So you have a lot of talking points if you're Christian and you want to do affirmations, but you also want to incorporate your Bible study into that time. So... I have I have an idea for that I'll share with you off screen. So that is so incredibly cool. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, love and the it. covers um, also are hand-drawn by me. I wanted it to be really special and, and really important um, to be something that came from me just like the books did. So I hand-drew um, each cover and we made it into a pattern. I think I showed you one, but my... Designer was able to mock up another one. Wow. Jill just said we will buy them for sure. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Peek, peek. Good morning. Start your day. Good morning. Good morning. Might put my face on the, like, open the book. Hey. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Wow. Well, you are a um, bundle of just positive energy. You really are. You're Thank amazing. You. And, you know, and the thing is, it, it took a long time. If you if you ask Abe, like I was a bundle of negative energy for a really long time. Like yeah. I was not born this way by any means. It took me until I was about 30 and having my first child to be able to say, I can let go of the past and I can focus on the future. 
it was it was really hard and it, it was there was a lot of heartbreak and a lot of like self-talk and insight and having to meditate about it and come back and say okay i'm in control now so i want kids to be able to get a head start way way ahead of probably where you and i were like yeah. I said, I, when i said okay i'm going to be positive today yeah Up today every day i tried to look for what could go wrong today and that's that's not, no way to live and that's a and and you know a lot of people um a lot of people expect that to happen like a, a light switch turning on and it's not it's it's a it's a process and it's not an event you have to you have to go through and you know my book is is walls of wisdom turning pain into profit which by the way is available on Amazon for 99 cents right now for the Kindle version so um but it, you know, and what's cool is it's been number one in, in hot new releases for like forty eight hours now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, but you know, I, I mean, pain is the predecessor of all wisdom. Uh, you know, you can tell a kid, "Hey, don't touch that burner; it's hot," right? But until they actually touch something scalding hot and understand it in their own little brains, including mine when I was a child and yours. We can't really process what somebody else is saying about the pain. Like you have to experience it, right? And we can't shield them from pain. We can't. So we can teach them how to use their brain to use pain as a lesson. That's right. That's right. I love what you're doing. There's nothing more important than helping our children of this entire world. If every child in this world was reprogrammed with positive affirmations, the next generation is is going to be amazing. Yeah, it's science. I mean, it's neural pathways. Like it is creating that pathway, and yeah, at early age, you can't tear it down. I love it. Teaching I absolutely love it. I love it. Thanks. So everybody on here, everybody on here. Sorry, you froze up for a second. Everybody on here, make sure that you go follow Tangi Nadimi. It's 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 actually T A N G I E. I'm not gonna attempt Nadimi. Just type in Tangi and you'll see her pop up. <laughs> Pretty good chance. N A D I M I, right? N A D I M I. Yep. So um, go follow Tangi. Follow her journey. Help her out with this. The books are the what a, a phenomenal idea. That's why I was like, oh my god, yes, I gotta have her on the show. Thank you. So, thank you for having me. Oh gosh, this is incredible. I I know some, I know some big wigs that um, that we we need to hook you up with. So um, that'll love what you're doing. It's amazing. So keep doing what you're doing. And keep pushing forward, and we're here to support you in, in, in all of it. After you get some hard copies of the book, I'd love to have you come back on and show those off. Yes, I'm excited. Awesome. I, it's ready. I just need the money to put it on the paper. Awesome. Well, let's help you get there. Thank you so much for being on today, and, and I'm going to go ahead and call this a, a day. Dan Kelleher, thanks for jumping in. Dude, you got to... Dan has like 12 kids. I'm kidding. He doesn't. He does, It's six, I think. Um, but he, Dan, you got to go back and watch the replay. You're going to love this dude. You're going to love what she's doing. She's a good friend of mine. Her husband's a good friend of mine. So 
Um, thank you so much for coming on and and appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you, Dan. Give your family hugs for me. I will. Dan said, slow down, sir. <laughs> it's not 12. Anyway, so, all right, listen, don't hang up. Don't hang up on Skype. Thank you, guys. Appreciate all of you, and we will see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day. Tangie, thanks again. Thank you.